We're live. We're live. All right, welcome everybody. My name is Sean Simons, also known as PPG Grandpa. You're watching us live now at clearproptv.com. If you want to listen to us, you can always go over to paratalk.org. Let's look in the uh, chat real quick. Man, look at all the people in the chat. We got Walter from Australia. What's up, buddy? Eric PPG Lear, Dewey's Milstead, Mel Slope, uh, Mad Sloper. A bunch of people are talking. We also got PPG, the other Nick. What's up? We got Will Fly, Brian Waller, and uh, JP Tulo. John Wayne's in the house. Uh, Paramotor NC, Aaron I, the PPG guy, Bill H, and they keep on rolling in. I am so happy that you guys are here. Welcome to the show. Like I said, my name is Sean Simons, PPG Grandpa. This is going to be a great evening. Like we normally do, we're going to introduce everybody here on the panel. We'll start over here with Will Fly from WillFlyPPG.com. What's up, buddy? Hey, hey, hey. Still down with a uh, bum leg, but a few more weeks of recovery and we'll be flying again. Man, you had the crud, you had a bum leg. What? What? I mean, man, but you did post a video up. Yeah, I did. I had plenty of time. <laughs> That's awesome. So where can we go to find your crazy paramotor shenanigans? Yeah, you can uh, find me on YouTube under Will Fly or check out willflyppg.com. Awesome. Thank you so much for being on the panel tonight. All right. We also got Brian Haybill Waller. What's up, Brian Haybill? How's it going, everybody? Welcome what? back to the show. Why does everybody call you Haybill? Uh, well, I had an infamous moment. Uh, I was a new pilot. I kicked a hay bale, turned my foot sideways, made a Tucker got crash review video. Never a, a good thing, probably. But uh, I still fly the hay bales as often as I can. I'm just better at missing them. That's awesome. And how can we find all your fun, interesting paramotor shenanigans? Yeah, you can check me out at ppgbrian.com on YouTube and uh, watch some of my videos, some of my shenanigans. Awesome. If you want to see, see that ankle incident, it's on there. Ooh, ooh, definitely go there. Check it out. Uh, hit that subscribe and hit that bell notification. I'm sure he's going to be posting some more cool stuff. Thank you, Brian, for being on the show. Absolutely. And we also got JP Tulo. We also call him TikTok Tulo. Uh, he's got uh, two and a half million views on one of his videos. What was that one all about, bud? Oh, uh, just a goofy cat video. Uh, swatting the the uh, the peanuts down there um, <laughs> but yeah uh, i just like to make uh short clips short clips are easier to edit and uh makes it nice to go back and watch later on um paramotor videos pet videos whatever rc rc stuff um you name it but yeah i love hanging out with you guys happy to be here awesome so how do we get up with you and find out what you do on tiktok mr tiktok uh, Tool? jptulo.com uh, jptulo on tiktok instagram uh youtube and the facebook all right well thank you so much for joining us tonight i know that you could be doing anything else but you're here with us so we appreciate you we also, we also got the flying flamingo jade she also has a paramotor show all about girls and their flying shenanigans welcome jade tell us a little bit about uh about your show that goes on on wednesday nights Hey, happy Monday, everyone. Um, this week on Girls Just Want to Fly, we have a gal named Sin Curry. She's from the West Coast area between California and 
Moab, Utah, and she owns her own uh, school called Raven Wolf Sky Sports. And she does everything from kiteboarding that uh, Eric and I have tried and like to motorcycling, to paragliding, to paramotoring, to wingsuit flying. So I'm really interested in hearing her story and how she does everything and where she's doing everything and different countries she's gone to. Awesome. And uh, how do we go and find out where that is on the internet? You can go to paramotorgirl.com and find the show Wednesday night, 7 p.m. Central. All right. And your husband also has a show on Tuesday night. Quickly uh, throw out that interesting show. Sure. He he helps uh, Never Trust a Skinny Chef Shane out um, the second through the fourth Tuesday of the month. And it's uh, Tuesday night hangouts. And Will Fly and Brian are also on there. And they do a good job just hanging out on Tuesday nights, talking about different things with paramotoring. <clears throat> awesome. This, oh, this week, they do have a good show, um, like every other show they have. Um, but they are having the resurgence on be a good oh, show awesome and you can find him at ppg lear l-e-a-r.com if you haven't gone there make sure you go there and hit that subscribe and that bell notification so you know what's going to be popping up next so thank you so much for being on this on the panel jade thank you all right we also got paramomusa.com our very own linda anderson with her mute on so we can't hear her cheer you got to unmute girl there we go <laughs> Hey everybody! There's Welcome the there. cheer Welcome, I guess. I have to say it. I have to say your name right. <laughs> Daniel. Just Daniel. Daniello. 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 Okay. All right. Welcome. Welcome. Thank I'm, you. I'm just super excited to be here on Monday nights. You know me. I get on here and I'm all psyched up and psyched out and everything else. And I'm just happy to be with everybody and have my chatters going and. It's it's all good. And if you guys want to find me, you want to be a guest on the show, just look up paramomusa.com or you can find me on Thursday night, paraglidingtalk.com with my awesome son host, host with the most, Robert Michaels. And, uh, or you can find me all week just hanging out on all the shows. So there you go. Awesome. Well, thank you so much, Linda. We always appreciate you. And uh, I'm sure that you all know she's our PR girl. If you want to be on the show, just get up with Linda Anderson. You go to ParamomUSA.com. That actually forwards to her Facebook page. Just messenger and say, hey, I want to be on PPG Grandpa's Paramotor Podcast, ClearProptv.com or Paramtalk.org. Maybe not that fast, but you can do it. Yeah. Thank cool. you very much, Linda. We appreciate you. you. We also got our friend from Canada, A. Eh? Jim, what's up, buddy? Hey, doing good and cool. I bet you're staying cool. Uh, uh, you're the only guy I know that uh, has money that smells like maple syrup. I just can't wait to go there and smell some of your your amazing money over there, eh? Sounds good. If I come so, down there, I'll bring you some. <laughs> bring some loonies and toonies, right? That's what it's all about. Hey, you also make some decals. Yes, yes, make stickers and decals and what not and you also and you also helped us out making our paramotorcalendar.com and we appreciate that um if people want to go and check out your stuff uh and and get some 
uh, things made, decals, decals as you call them, stickers, etc., or calendars, how do we get up with you? You can reach me through carepp.com. That's C-A-R-E-P-P dot com. And if we want to see your crazy paramotor shenanigans, <laughs> careppg.com. That's awesome. Thank you, buddy. I'm so glad that you're on the show. Thank you. But it's not about us. It's not about us. It's not about the panel members. Today, it's all about Daniela Mendez. He is our guest tonight, and he has some amazing stories that he's going to tell you. But first of all, let's go ahead and introduce uh, Daniello. He's a paramotor pilot. Uh, thank you very much, for, and welcome to the show, buddy. Hey, thank you for having me. Super excited. First time in the live show with the paramotor community. So, uh, yeah, excited to make it happen. Awesome. So just so everybody knows uh, more about you, tell us a little bit about yourself and how you got into paramotoring. I mean, uh, long story short, I used to, I grew up in a, in a village in France back when I was, you know, in my teenage and it's called La Ragne. I'll probably type it down somewhere, but it's one of the places where they have huge competition, international competition for paragliding and hand gliding. And obviously there's some paramotor. They used to land literally like across the street from my house and I didn't think anything of it. And then, you know, fast forward, like. 15 years later, a little bit more, um, I was watching some, you know, some videos on YouTube here and there, decided to, uh, six years ago, decided to kind of like get into the sport. It was hard to find classes back then. Uh, I couldn't find anything that was, you know, was work and all the stuff that, could, that where I could make it work. I was like, oh, I saw a couple of videos about self-training. Uh, we'll get into it, I'm sure at some point. Anyway, decided to do that, did some basic research, wasn't enough, but I ended up finding a wing on Craigslist uh, and a motor. Purchased everything, spent about five months kiting and all the stuff, and then finally went on for my first flight. And here I am, like, you know, almost six years later, running a school. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, so quite interesting. That's awesome. Uh, and over on your channel, if you don't know, guys, uh, I put his link and information down below. Uh, you might want to check out his YouTube videos. On his YouTube videos, it says, living for a living. That's that, I guess that's your motto? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm 100% based on that. Just for you know, for many reasons, I like to go with that 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 thinking. Just because of like you know, I lost people in my life when I was younger. I lost my best friend out of nowhere uh, when I moved here, and it's just like my mom got sick with a, a final stage cancer. So it was like all those things happening at once. It kind of makes you change a little bit how you see life. And so I decided you know to kind of like go for whatever feels right when it comes to, you know, uh, life in general, and it's like living for a living and not just, you know, working and feeling bad about so many aspects of your life, just kind of like trying to embrace everything, even if it's not exactly what it will be, you know, like in my dreams, like, you know, when it comes to many things, like it can be work or some stuff like that back then, but I try to aim for that, you know, what feels good from the moment I wake up to the moment I go back to, you know, I go to sleep. So that's pretty much the, what I want to aim for on a daily and and it says Daniello stay bad. What's stay bad mean? So st the stay bad thing comes from when I was uh, normally I'm a dancer. Formerly I'm a dancer. I've been dancing my whole life. I used to be on tour. We did 54 countries for like six years nonstop, traveling all over the place. And I used to teach uh, instructors. So new school will hire me. And there was a school in Austria that hired me for six months. I was there just kind of helping them and in, in, in like training the trainers, the, the instructors. And by at the end of the trip, they made a book for me saying it was a bunch of picture from our training for six months saying that I was bad, born a dancer. 
and telling me to stay bad. And so anyway, we kept on that. I started doing some merch around it. It worked. And then, you know, uh, comes about uh, five years ago when I stopped dancing, I wasn't dancing as much. And I started doing a bunch of like trips overseas and adventure stuff, like hiking in China and all those crazy places. Uh, we turned that into beyond any definitions. So it's a stay bad, bad meaning beyond any definition. So it, then it just ended up being just that name by itself. And I just use it for the parameter uh, school that I have now. We're looking right now at your Instagram. Um, I think it's JP that pulled it up for us. Um, are you able to see the screen or yeah. are you on the phone? Yeah, I see it. All right. So what are we looking at right now? This is uh, Oxnard, uh, California. It's one of my students doing his first wingtip touch, which a lot of people had a major problem with it. But yeah, uh, it's one of so it's one of the classes that that I have uh, because I don't know if you guys kind of got time to see, but my classes last uh, I would say a couple months where student keeps coming back every week and we fly different locations and we get to kind of um, I just put them in two different situations so they can experience different LZ, different you know airspace and all the stuff. So that's one that's one of the locations that we do. He already had probably 15 flights under his belt uh, after training. And that's just one of the flights that we did. And then we agreed on doing that first and all that, but that's what you see. Okay. And you said that you had, uh, you had the, your, your school for a year and a half. Is that correct? No, about a year. I was teaching before, you know, like when people come and they, like friends of mine, is like, Oh, can you teach me? And I'll just like, all right, fine. I'll, you know, I'll, I'll help you out. Cause it's still no school. It wasn't even me teaching or, you know, making money out of it because I was just kind of helping my friends out. And when I saw that it was something I was enjoying, I was like, yeah, maybe I should just kind of see if I can push a little further. And so I got in touch with Noah at Epic Paramotor. Uh, he wanted me to do some work for him uh, and shoot one of his training. So I went there and did a bunch of videos for the, for his school. And then um, at the same time, I took, you know, extra days to do my instructor course with him and uh, get my USPPA rating. That's I, I'm looking at your wing and it says, stay bad. How much did it cost to you? I mean, that, that, that was that made like that? Was that an add-on or, I mean, how'd you make that? It looks really awesome. So, so here's one of the, the cool part about, you know, I feel like through my, my entire life, I always been doing like videos and creating content and, you know, like Photoshop and all this fun stuff. And then uh, every time I would work with, you know, I would buy gear, I would reach out to that brand. I'm like, Hey, this is what I do. I can create content, you know, whatever. And so eventually when I first started flying, when I wanted to purchase my new wing, which was a Nivik, uh, I contacted Nivik, hey, this is what I do. Do you want to just use my content for your website? And that's it. I don't want anything in exchange. He's like, oh, would you be interested to be part of the, you know, our team pilot and adventure team? I'm like, yep, ah, that would be awesome. And so that's how I started. And so I first purchased my, my new wing was a link to back then. And then at some point I wanted to upgrade. And then so they helped me out. So I, I had a swipe it for the wing, but they offered me to uh, get a color and uh, custom logo. So it's sewn in. It's not a sticker. It's like, it's custom made, which you can do uh, with any wing you order through them. But yeah, so I got the chance to have them help me out with that. So I just had to pay for the price of the wing, which is about 36, uh, yeah, 3600 back then before I become a dealer and everything. Wow, that is awesome. And that picture, uh, for those of you that are listening to our show, you you got to go over to clearproptv.com and watch this or go over to his Stay Bad Paramotor on Instagram. His picture, his video, uh, he's flying right in front of the moon and the moon is huge. Now, was that added in or is that the real moon? I have the video. I'll be posting it soon. Uh, a friend of mine, his name is Frank. He has this like, I don't know, probably like $15,000 setup 
and he comes here and there. And that's how I met him. I was flying at the beach and one day he took pictures of me and then we kept in touch on Instagram. And I was like, hey, I'm going back this week. You want to come? And he came by and then we're on the radio. He's like, all right, do a, I did probably 15 passes. You know, it's hard to see for me from his perspective, like if I'm too low, if I'm too high, if I'm like too far in, too far out. So yeah, we did. I have a full video of it or me trying to chat with him, trying to see, okay, do I do a pass lower or higher? So it, there's no Photoshop at all whatsoever. Zero. Awesome. Uh, I think there's a question in the chat. Will? Oh, he's All muted. Right. I, I must have missed it. I was fascinated with that wing. I mean, oh. Freaking awesome. Um, so I'm sorry I missed it. I was sleeping on the job. Oh, that's all right. Yeah. Brian, Brian, you can go ahead. You posted it. Yeah, so the question in the chat from Bill H was, uh, how many subscribers do you have on YouTube? And uh, I'd add to that, how long have you been making YouTube videos? Uh, okay, so subscriber-wise, my number is not, it's not crazy. It is, hold on, 2,253 subscribers. That's what I have as of now. But uh, for how long? I've had my channel for like, I don't know, maybe more than 10 years. But back then, I used to use that channel just to upload my, you know, my dance video, dance reel. So when I would, uh, you know, try sell workshop or book workshop, I'll send them those sample videos. So that's kind of why I had the channel for. And then probably four years ago, three years ago, I started posting paramotor videos. And at first I was really consistent with it. You know, I was like, you know, posting every week and, and so on. But then, you know, life takes over. And eventually I had a daughter, she's two and a half now. So it's like, you know, life takes over and it's hard to post consistently. Uh, but yeah, it's about, like, let's say about like three years that I'm like somehow posting parameter videos on YouTube. Well, you had several compliments on your videos in the chat. Uh, your Danke says, uh, great guests. I follow them. Great videos. Um, somebody else, Bill H was saying that you had really good content, good steward of the sport. So, uh, yes. yeah, man. Uh, yeah, your, your, your Dan Keys is a interesting character too. I just saw him down at the fly in. Uh, do you know him? Fly baby fly. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Cool, man. Yeah. We, we, uh, we didn't get to fly together, but, uh, we were down there and got to hang out together. It was awesome. So yeah, do you go to many fly-ins? Uh, I, I listen, I did last year. I did a uh, Southern Sea. I've been going for Southern Sea for three years now. Uh, flying circuits have done, I've done once last year. This year, I'm not sure yet, especially with the school. So it's kind of hard to combine, you know, like classes at this point and then being able to go to all those places, which it's also a good thing because you get to connect with new pilots and meet a bunch of people, which I love. But I'm doing Southern Sea for sure. Southern Sea, I'm going there. I'm going to be representing, you know, a couple brands that I that I work with, uh, bringing students for the first time and meeting up with a bunch of fellows that I've, you know, that I've connected before and some new that I haven't got the chance to meet yet. Are, are you going to be able to go to, uh, to Bad Apples by any chance? Yeah, oh, so yeah. The coming one, for sure, I'm coming. Last year, I wanted to come. I was borderline. I was on the edge to show up, uh, uh, you know, uh, work and everything. But this year, for sure, uh, I'll be coming. Good. Uh, we'll be there. For, I'll be there for sure. I don't know who else is going. Anybody else in the panel going to be able to go to uh, Bad Apples this year? Coming up, Will Fly, Brian, JP's on the cusp. How about you, Jade? Maybe? Possibly. Possibly. Jim, he's shaking his head no. Paramom, hopefully. She says no. Darn it. All right, maybe. I don't know. We might be able to get some more people. Uh, any other questions from the uh, panel or the chat real quick? The chat, yeah, there's a question. And okay. uh, how many uh, countries have you flown in? 
Uh, so far, how many games have fun? Uh, two. <laughs> That's sad. I wish I had taken the sport before, you know, when, while I was touring. That would have been awesome because I already had, uh, you know, free time in between each uh, country. They would let me stay however long I had in between those two. And it was completely paid for. So I really wish I had that before. But no, two only. But I'm planning on flying more, you know, like now that everything is finalized. And then uh, I got I got my citizenship uh, not so long ago, last year in October. So super excited about that. So it makes, you know, traveling a lot easier because a lot of countries, you know, they have like weird requirements when it comes to visas and all the stuff if you want to uh, travel. So yeah, super stuck. Mm -hmm. coming, coming next year, probably. I'm going to start traveling a little more. Right all right. Um, looks like we got a bunch of people in the chat. Fly Baby, Fly PPG, Nick Griffith, uh, uh, Bradley... Beck, am I saying that right? Uh, I don't have my glasses on right now. Um, Paramotor Girl, Travis DuPoint, uh, Brian Waller, Paramotor Girl. Uh, got a bunch of people in here. Uh, Angela Preslick, I see, and Nick Griffith. Uh, we've got a lot of people in the chat, so thank you very much for, for joining us tonight. We definitely appreciate that. If you have any questions, uh, please uh, type them in the chat. And also, Eric PPG Lear, L E A R dot com, is in the chat also. Um, so tell us a little bit about your school and uh, how that how's that going? I mean, listen, the school is like the most exciting thing I've ever done. Like, I really feel like I lost so much time not doing it before. Uh, it, it's awesome. You know, it's slowly picking up. The first few months, it was kind of like, you know, a friend of a friend and a friend of a friend and someone that saw me on YouTube and stuff like that. But now it really started picking up with just like random people, you know, from all over the platform, like YouTube, it can be Instagram, that works really well. And then Google, you know, Google reviews and stuff like that. Um, so it's slowly picking up. The whole, you know, it kind of, I've seen the progress between, you know, starting the school and just training students and not having a lot of like, you know, it's kind of like the understanding when you start teaching, like 10 years later is way different. So I feel like throughout the month, every month, I'm like, oh yeah, maybe I should do this this way. And that's how I started, you know, with the LZ, adding multiple LZ. I've started doing this like about a month and a half ago. And I called old students like, hey, you want to come back? I have like five more LZ. You want to try it out, different space, different setup, you know, different landing approach and all the stuff to, to take into consideration. And then the new students have been loving it. And it's been super helpful for them. And, you know, they fi I find them to be able to go on their own without even having any sort of worry. You know, they're like literally like this morning, a guy of just finished training. Uh, he was like, oh, I'm going to Lancaster. It's a place by, you know, just by himself and stuff. It kind of, you know. I'm a little scared because he's my student, but then now I know he's like, he's been doing it for like a couple of times. I'm like, oh yeah, you're actually getting it. And so it makes me feel good about, you know, the results that I'm getting. So definitely grateful. It, it sounds like it's really kicking off. It looks like we got another uh, question in the chat, Ryan. Uh, yeah, Nick Griffith wants to know, what's your go-to wing? Listen, I haven't owned a lot of different wings. And the reason why is just because, like I told you, right, my first wing was an Apco Prima for like a tank, like way bigger, way too big for me. And it was old and everything. And then when I first purchased the wing, I was talking with um, Kevin Campbell with uh, iFly Indiana. And then he who was, he's a dealer for Nivik. So he got me hooked up on a Nivik on the link to, and then right when I got it, I reached out to Nivik and I became part of the adventurer team. So since then I've been only flying Nivik for the, for, you know, for the most, for the most part, I've tried, I've tested a bunch of wing, you know, with different friends that have different brands, but I, 
my go-to is Nivik. You know, it's not just because I'm a team pilot for them, but like they've been supporting me from the beginning and I've been flying their wings so, you know, so many hours that I'm just so comfortable with it. So, you know, so I, it's not really objective in the sense like I haven't owned enough wing to tell you, you know, this is just because it's for sure the best, but it's like, I love the wing, you know, I'm used to it. So that's my go-to, Nivik. Kubik, uh, the Cougar 3 uh, that I ordered too. And same for my tandem wing, the Arbus. But yeah. Awesome. Uh, Will Fly, is there any other uh, questions in the chat? Yeah, you've got uh, Matt Sloper wants to know, uh, Daniela, if you fly paragliding also. Yeah, I do. So you do both? I do both. And PGA. Okay. Yeah. A lot more, a lot, a lot more paramotoring, but I eventually did paragliding because when I started, I was trying to get my girlfriend to get into it. And she's always been like, oh, I'm not going to put, you know, a fan on my back. It's too dangerous, like a motor, you know, like a little uh, stereotypical about the sport. And then she, uh, I'm like, okay, let's try paragliding then, you know? And then she liked it. And then since she liked it, I'm like, oh, let me get my license so we can access the same site together. Because, you know, the whole um, paragliding is a little bit different when it comes to finding LZs. Uh, you need to have that P2 rating at least. So that's the reason why I finally, I eventually got into it, but I love it. It's a totally different animal. It's like day and night compared to paramotoring for me. I feel like it's way harder, but I embrace both. So you started out para, um, with PPG and then you transitioned. Okay, that's right. interesting. Right, yeah. Everyone that uh, I've talked to said that they started out paragliding first and then became a paramotor pilot, that they would be a better paramotor pilot. Yeah. So it's not something I've ever tried myself, but. Yeah, I think I, I give it a try. It's a question. Yeah. Uh, do you uh, think after having thrown your hat into the instructor ring, it's made you a better pilot? You know, having to think about stuff more and, you know, find ways to, to teach students. It's actually improved you yourself, like in unintentionally, if you will. I mean, yeah, definitely. A hundred percent especially when I see like little mistakes, you know, like just little things about just like how you drop your risers down on the floor or how you clip in and you, you just like focus on something else instead of focusing on your, you know, on your checks, mm -hmm. focusing on the GoPro, focusing on the music or focusing on the mic, you know, like just little things like that. So I feel like it, I was like, damn it. Like, I feel like I do this sometimes. So yeah, it definitely, uh, <laughs> difference, you know, how, like, yeah. How can you give them a hard time if it's something you do? Exactly. Yeah. 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 So yeah, it definitely made a big difference. That's what I love about the, the sport is we're all always learning. You know, there's always something more to learn. And if you ever feel like you got it all, I feel like that's a sad day because there, there's always something else you can learn. Oh, yeah, I agree. 100% on that. So you're talking about your school. Um, how long have your school been going? You know, how many students do you think you have graduated? And, uh, yeah, you know, how do we go about, you know, finding your school to enroll in it? Okay, so uh, I mean, it really it really started kicking in back in uh, March of last year. So that's when I started. That's when I launched the school officially, March of last year. I I was teaching before, but I, I was like, okay, officially, I want to have my you know all my rating. So I went, trained with Noah, uh, got signed off on the instructor rating, and then started. So okay. science started. I had a total like uh, I graduated like on um, you know uh, seven students which is, you know, super exciting for me. It's like, it feels like a small number, but it's a lot of work. <laughs> it's a lot of work. And when I see groups of like, you know, people like training, you know, groups of like, you know, five to 10 people. And then they do this like every month. I'm like, damn it, that takes a lot out, out of you. So uh, yeah, a lot of work, seven students. And then, you know, the good part of it is that we're all friends. Like we're literally, every time I go fly now, you know, my classes are all one-on-one -on -one only. 
So once I finish this one-on-one -on -one phase with my student and they're ready to do their first flight, I take them on their first flight with a bunch of other students, focus on the whoever is doing their first flight. And once they have done their first flight, my other students are going to be drilling some stuff. I'll, you know, I'll set some cones and lights and stuff, spot landing, landing approach, and all those fun things. Uh, and then I focus on the new student, but you know, they merge into a group setting at some point after their first flight. And then from that first flight on until I get a new student, it's just every week we go to a different location and we have a class for like a full day. And then because most places that we have here, it's full day flying. We can fly all day. We go by the beach, we go to Salton Sea. You know, sometimes you go inland uh, and that's a little trickier because it's like no wind launch and everybody hates. I mean, the students, they all of them hate it. Uh, but yeah, so after first day of flight, then uh, they, they transition into a full, like a full group of people like uh, flying. So they learn about, you know, like if you're about to take off, you set up your wing and if you're not ready, take it out, take it out of the way. You know, like all those little things about, you know, you would want to apply to fly-ins, like etiquette, like I would say. Um, so yeah, so one-on-one -on -one and then group setting with different location. And then eventually we have, uh, you know, they graduate. And then after they graduate, they still keep coming back. You know, I have students that I started like, you know, more than a year ago, uh, even before I opened the school and they're still flying, you know, they're still flying as students, you know, they don't want to, uh, graduate but they're autonomous they can do their own thing awesome i think we have some uh, questions in the chat uh jim yeah there's a question here from uh Bergankis. he was wondering why uh or, yeah why did you just why did you get into the sport what brought you into it uh why did i get into the sport all right so it's it's I mean, it's pretty simple. I used to love, I mean, I love extreme sports in general, right? I used to do a lot of free climbing, like, so technically, I mean, not technically, non-technically speaking is like climbing is like rope. It's kind of dangerous. I used to do like, you know, all those crazy handstand on edge of like Yosemite and all the stuff. That was kind of like the thing that was getting me excited every time I'll go those, doing those trips. Um, anything that was a little bit kind of like out of the norm uh for what reason i don't know just because it gives me satisfaction somehow and so i was looking for something else because i was done touring so i wasn't like going you know when i was touring i was doing 11 months a year out of the country just like bouncing from place to place and then i finally that tour was ended and then i was like okay well what's going to be next you know so i started working uh, i started having you know dance classes here and then a bunch of different things going on uh, was the closing line that i have and then eventually i was like oh Maybe let me do skydiving and skydiving. I saw the prices and the, you know, the whole, just the total amount of like money you would have to spend to get into the sport and then to keep jumping. It, it seemed a little too much. And I was like, oh, let me look at different options. And I saw paramotoring, which I already had seen before on YouTube. Uh, I had seen uh, Tucker got, but like years ago. And then I thought, I was like, you know what? It's not that bad if you buy used. And then I finally, you know, find the gear and then got into it. But that's essentially, I was looking for something else to replace, you know, all the climbing and all those fun stuff. Uh, you know, something that I could do easily and I wasn't like restricted uh, in so many ways. So at first when I saw paramotor, I thought it was, oh, I can fly every day from wherever I want. Well, obviously we know it's not the case, but uh, that was my first idea. I was like, oh yeah, you know, wake up in the morning, go fly and then land and then go to work and then come back and fly again. You know, life is different, but you know, still no regrets. It was awesome. It's awesome to be able to get up in the morning and, and go fly and then go to work and then come home from work and go fly again. Uh, it, it's absolutely amazing. Looks like we got some more uh, questions in the chat. Jade? Sorry about that. So Deweese is asking um, from Mississippi, what motor and cage do you fly? Uh, as of now, I have a SkyMax Starframe. Uh, the motor, I have a Sky Engine 150. 
uh, it's, like a, it's like a custom unit. I bought the heart. I like the Apco harness, which I used to have on my first unit. Uh, so I find it, I find it comfortable. I like the reserve mounted on the side. So I just, um, you know, this, so Skymax didn't sell the setup with us, with the Apco harness. So I bought the Skymax frame. I bought the Sky Engine 150, which nobody was selling, you know, as a package and then the Apco separately. So that's the, that's the setup I have right now. Awesome. Um, Looking at your page, I saw something that said you had like four different prices and one of them was self-taught. Uh, how, how does that work? Okay. That's the one I've had a lot of conversation, a lot of people getting, you know, upset and emotional about it. So long story short, you know, I told you I self-trained, which wasn't really by choice because when I want, when I was training, when I wanted to learn parameter, I had to reach out to so many people. Hey, would you, you know, would you be able to answer a question or just like, I wasn't asking for a training out because I couldn't make it to those places too far from me. I was just seeking advice and nobody wanted to give me any advice because they're like, they don't, I don't want to be liable for you getting hurt, you know, and I can understand, but the other side, I'm like, well, I mean. I have to get hurt at least, you know, try to get me the right way so I don't kill myself. But anyway, I had such a hard time, you know, from day one, looking, watching a video on YouTube to like my day of my first flight that I was like, you know what, now that I have a school and I have an idea of what it is to be self-trained and the mistake I had I made back then, I was like, maybe I can create something where if someone wants to self-train, step number one, I had two people reaching out to me for that self-trained package. And my, my number one step is to talk to them first, have a full conversation, you know, like two hours, three hours and see if they're really in a mindset of like, I want to self-train because, you know, because I don't care. I'm just going to do it, you know, like reckless or they're just like, listen, they have valid reason and they really feel like they can do it. And they have the, and it's hard to tell you like, oh, it's going to be ABC requirement for me to say, yes, I'm going to help you out on that self-train thing. But, you know, you get a you get a good idea when you have a conversation with someone. You know, if they, if you feel like, you know, they're in the right way and, and they possibly can make it happen. And so what I will do, if I feel like they are, I'll just help them. I'll guide them through whatever material is available online. Uh, I'll have them record themselves. I'll send them a video of me, you know, how to clip in and how to do like really basic. I don't, it's, I don't have a full course online where I have like videos with like kiting and this and that, because there's so much online, regardless of that. Uh, so what I'll provide them, I'll just provide them with the Bible, the PPG Bible, the latest version. And then, uh, and then, yeah, I'll help them through the process. I have a checklist of like, okay, number one, uh, go through, you know, work on that and then master that. Once you master that and you send me videos of you actually killing it and having your kiting down and you're clipping down and your pre-flight check and all the stuff, then we'll go step number two and so on. And if they want to do their first flight and you're not too far from here, they'll just come over or I'll go to them. Like I had a, uh, a client doing a first class in Vegas. So I'm like, I don't teach in Vegas. That's not my demographic. But he reached out to me. He's like, listen, I'm a P2 I just want to do my first flight. I was like, okay, well, keep practicing. It was, you know, two months ago. And then he kept practicing, sending videos of him kiting and doing, you know, like taxi with the motor, not flying. And then I just went for a day. We did sunrise and set where we just practice everything, you know, throughout the big, the first part of the day, just make sure he was actually, you know, <clears throat> and then sunset, we finally went and uh, had him do his first flight. Okay. So basically someone will say, Hey, you know, I, I've read the PPG Bible. I've watched a bunch of Tucker got videos. Uh, it looks easy as hell. So I bought some uh, equipment from eBay. Uh, do you go over their, their equipment and all that stuff and go over their knowledge and all that too? Yeah. 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 Well, that's the number one thing I do. Cause a lot of people tell me like I had a P2 fire all the time. I was like, Oh yeah, I got it. Blah, blah, blah. I'm ready. And then you show up on training. I'm like, okay, can you just kite, you know, let me see. And then it was like, I was like, Hmm. Not sure you're ready you know you know it's like the, you know when they tell you they tell you things and you're like when you see them in person like okay this wasn't really accurate right you're kind of like pumping yourself up 
trying to kind of upsell yourself or your skills. And so that's what I'm saying. Like by requesting those videos, I don't, I don't tell them, I don't give them a full panel of things. This is everything you need to know right now. I was like, the first step is like, okay, this is the type of wing you would need with the weight that you have and the type of motor that would be necessary or whatever. They buy their wing, they start kiting. Uh, I can help them with getting a, a kiting harness. And then it's, you know, send me a video of yourself clipping it in reverse and clipping it in forward and, you know, all those checks and, I can see right away if they're, you know, if they're reckless or if they're just not really like really paying attention you see on the first video of them clipping in like, okay, this was wrong and this was wrong and this was wrong. So before even they get to kite the wing, I'll see them clipping in. And until that clipping in is ready, I won't send them any other material about the whole like, um, you know, kiting process. And those people by already got, buying that package, they're just, you know, obviously they're already in that state of mind. Like they want to know what I can bring on the table for them to do it safely. So it's kind of like, you know, I know if they reach out to me, they already have that thinking or like, okay, well, I, I kind of want to do it safely, you know, if anything. All right. Yeah. That's, that sounds pretty interesting. Uh, I don't know if anybody else uh, does that. So that's pretty cool. Looks like we even have more questions for you. I mean, uh, everybody in the chat, you have more questions, just type them in and we will answer them uh, for you. Hopefully we'll answer for you. Uh, Jay, what's the next question out there? All right. So Mad Slipper is asking, Daniello, where do you see yourself in five years in the sport? Okay. Five years in the sport, I see the school growing. I mean, I want to get full on to the school where to, to a point where uh, it's like it, I, I get people and I'm not talking about money because, you know, money is not the issue right here. Not having I have a job on this, you know, I'll, I'll have my work on the side. So it really is like take to the point where there's a community that is built in the area, which you don't really have. We have pilots here and there, but even if we're like 20 miles apart, we don't know each other and we never fly together. It's like, it's kind of, it's a weird vibe around here. I don't know if it's because it's LA or because just it's too big and no, you know, people have a hard time connecting, but it's just kind of like really building that community uh, in five years and, um, you know, pushing what I believe it, you know, it's like obviously the safety of the sport and, you know, like that, the, how much fun it is, you know, beyond anything, how much fun it is. Uh, so really pushing that, you know, bringing my school to the next level, whatever, whatever it will look like, just kind of making uh, the community that we have here in LA a little bit bigger. And then uh, eventually, you know, the whole state bad thing, I want to take it to a different level. I have um, worked on some projects of doing like a, a base jumping team for a state bad because I have, you know, a couple students that are expert in base jumping. So we're working on different ideas around that. So kind of like grow the thing and be able to provide, um, create a team of you know, kind of like Scout have the Iceland trip and then, you know, different companies have different trips, like one in Egypt and stuff like that. I spent 10 years of my life in France and my best friend, he's a paragliding pilot. And uh, so we're trying to kind of, you know, create some sort of thing where it will be accessible to have, uh, you know, trips overseas where it will be super accessible when it comes to the price and you wouldn't even need to bring, you know, like a pair of glove. You have everything from point A to point B. And I'm having a trip that I'm organizing uh, end of April, uh, end of May, sorry. Uh, for French people that are coming, I have a group of six guys. Uh, they're already piloting in France and they're coming here, Southern California. And then for a week, I'm going to take them all around, like, you know, um, you know, like Oxnard had the beach, flying Malibu, flying inland around here, uh, Southern Sea, Gladness and stuff like that. So that'll be my first trip that I'm trying to kind of put together, uh, which is happening in May. And then this one is already fully done. And it's, um, you know, I, I want a six uh, pilot and that's it. And I'll be providing them with engines and then anything they'll need. They'll, most of them want to bring their wing, but that's the idea. Take that concept and, you know, kind of like export it in different places, but make it accessible. That's the number one thing, you know, it makes it like, like try to kind of open it up to more people. 
Absolutely. Absolutely. I'm looking here in the super chat and it says, uh, travel arm guard. I don't know who this person is, but it said, Daniel is the best. I'm his forever student. I refuse to graduate. And hot butter. Steve said, Daniello Mendez. Uh, I know both of those guys, the, the, the travel arm guard is Zach. Zach is one of my first students when I first opened the school. And that's the one I told you, like, there's some of them, like they're not retiring. They're not graduating. They, they're good. They're good. They've been flying. You know, every time I go fly, they come with me and they're up in the air. But, you know, it's like I said, it's like we build a friendship with every single pe like students and then they get connected between each other. And it's just like we have this whole, like I said, this whole community from like and they're from all over the place. You know, L.A., Tehachapi, which is about two hours away. Like we're all spread out all over California. That is awesome. Anybody uh, in the uh, in our panel that has any questions? Yeah, I was wondering how often you can fly in LA. <laughs> Pretty much every day. Yeah, you live in California. Yeah, lucky duck. Yeah, like the the good part, the, the only the only sad part about LA, the only reason why you don't fly every day is because of traffic. <laughs> it's not because of the weather. Traffic is so bad that it's just like you know, even something else that is not too far. Like in normal time, will take me like seven minutes. But like every other hour of the day, it takes me like 30 minutes. So it's like you just kind of look at this like seven from seven to 30 minutes. So from 30 minutes to an hour and a half, it just kind of like it scales up pretty fast. So but if you just look at the weather, for the most part, you can fly every day. I am I'm so good. I'm gonna come jealous. Visit. And you need no gloves. That's the best part for me. No oh, gloves. Man. That's, what, that's what's cool about this sport. You know, I, I'm listening to you, Daniel, and it's all about community, you know, and just getting people together or um, introducing people to the sport. And then, you know, people that maybe just never really had an interest in it and decide, well, what the heck, I'll invest some money, let's see how this goes. And then before you know it, you know, they have all these people around them supporting them and I, I i just think it's awesome i totally i don't even i don't even fly you know i don't fly That's... but i'm very supportive of my son you know who paraglides and then he's the one that kind of got me started getting interested in all this and then here i am with this show and all that but i just that's what it's about it's just about community and take care of each other and learn from each other and all that. So I just, I gotta give, I, as you say, I gotta give kudos to you, Danielle. And oh, thank you. Man, I wish you the best. I mean, you're, you're gonna be, you're gonna be fine. You <laughs> you're gonna take this whole thing. I mean, no pun intended, but this thing, take your, your stuff taken off and people, people know you and yeah, respect you and everything. And I think it's totally cool. And then the, the dancing part of it, you know, like you're saying you're in dancing, that is like so cool because how does that, you know, that kind of entwines with the sport too, because I think of, you know, when you guys are kiting and you got to learn the kiting first before you get out there, that's kind of like a dance, you know, that's a little dancing there. You got to be in shape for that. So. Do you dance when you kite? Because that would make for some really good TikTok videos. <laughs> I think it looks like dancing. Yeah. I mean, she, I, I, I was JP. <laughs> yeah, that's what Sean yeah. Nasser, that's what Sean Nasser does when he's kite his wing. He's out there dancing. Yeah. Um, yeah. 
Speaking of dancing, yeah, TikTok too low here. See, I, see, I know what I see and everything. So there you go, Danielle. I'm just gonna say, you know, keep on dancing, keep on flying. That's. <laughs> um, uh, speaking about dancing, I think we have a question in the chat. Anybody want to ask that question? Yeah, I'll go ahead. It's uh, right. Hot Butter Steve wants to know, Daniello, if you can teach him to dance at Salton. <laughs> We've done that. I had a, I did a trip with uh, Pukana Paramotor back in October uh, to Moab. It was awesome. And so we had a downtime between like uh, sunrise and sunset. And I took all the guys and just like, oh, you're a dancer. And they put me on the spot. I was like, come on, teach us some dancing. I have some videos. I'll, I'll send you to you guys. Oh, and we cool. all started like learning a full routine on Chris Brown, like some song. And we, didn't, we made a small clip. We had a small dance video about it. It was pretty fun. Uh, That's fun. Yeah, you'll be surprised. You'll be surprised. Sure. Well, yeah, when you say used to dance, they're like, okay, show me. What? Yeah, show me. Come on, show me those moves there. That's cool. Absolutely. So, so I, got a, I got a quick question for you, man, uh, related to paramotors, not so much dancing. but uh, um, So you self-trained, right? So you, you talked yourself into the air the first time. So – Looking back at that experience, because most of us here are pilots that have, have had that solo and had that experience um, and had those emotions when you got back on the ground. Um, how does that compare to talking a student up for the first time successfully? I listen, the only thing that helped me out by doing the self-training is to think like about like what I was thinking when I was taking off, when I was setting up. I mean, there's so many things I wasn't thinking about. <laughs> Let's just put it this way. When I was setting up and then, and I remember now that I, you know, the things I know now that I was not even aware of when I did my first flight and my first landing, just to kind of begin with. That's, you know, that's a big kind of like a big boom in my head because I'm like, okay, well, those things, I'm aware of that right now and I'll make sure my students are aware of that because it would have made a difference on my first flight and second flight and third flight and so on. I post some videos of my actual self-training and my first flight and my second flight. My, my first flight, I crash landed totally fine, but I, I pressed the kill switch too low and I ended up like literally face planted on the dirt. It was like super soft dirt. You know, it was just like, okay, it was fine. The, the gear was completely fine. I was complete. I was ready to go back. The day after I went in the middle of nowhere in the middle of the desert, El Mirage and same thing. It was like, it took me an hour and a half to take off because the wind kept shifting. And, you know, I wasn't thinking much of it. I wasn't looking deeper than that. I was like, oh, the wind is shifting. Great. I'm just going to reset. I finally take off. And it was, there was like crazy gust winds, like, you know, 500 feet up, up high. It was blowing me. And I have the video online and you can see I'm being blown away and my car is getting smaller and smaller. And I landed like literally like I was parked, landing straight up like a helicopter. Just I put it down. So happy to be down and, you know, in one piece, dropped my paramotor and I hiked an hour and a half to my car took my car and went back in the middle of the desert to pick up my paramotor. So it's like, you know, little things where I'm like, I'm like, really, I did this. Like, uh, you know, I, I really felt, you know, stupid, you know, but I didn't know better and nobody was telling me and nobody was answering my question. This is the kind of part I was kind of a little bit like, you know, upset about. I would ask questions and people would not even answer. We would be like, eh, now nah, we don't want to be liable for it. So, you know, I don't want to put names. But, you know, there's people I saw on the forum today like that I reached out to and I was like, no, I'm not interested. And it was literally, I wasn't, I was just a simple question. Here's my landing. Can you tell me what's up? And the first person actually helped me out was Kevin Campbell with iFly Indiana. You know, when I sent him my, 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 my first, my second landing where I actually landed on my feet, uh, complete, complete luck. But he helped me out. Okay, your timing should be like this and like that. And then, you know, eventually, you know, little by little, I improved by having those people helping me. So, um, yeah, my first flights, 
kind of resonate in my head at all time. When I, when I see my students doing a first fight, I'm like, okay, you're going to feel this way when it comes down, when you're coming for your landing, or you're coming for your takeoff, you're going to want to do this, you're going to do that. But you know, this is all control, right? If I tell you full power, that's because your wing is stable over your head. So I kind of like reassure them on so many things that I was worrying about when I first, you know, did my first uh, attempt. So do you recommend people trying to uh, uh, self-train? No. So this is, the, this is the thing, you know, I can recommend, it is not because I have a school. It generally is not because I have a school. Even if I didn't have a school, I'll say the same thing. But for number one reason, besides the safety, because, which, which is the main one, right? But number one reason, because those people think like, oh, my self-train is going to be on my time. It's going to take you like 20 years longer than if you were going to a school, right? It doesn't matter the school. A school, it's so convenient because they have everything right here for you. And then, you know, it's like I say, it's a controlled environment. So the chance of you getting hurt are way less. I, do I believe self-training is a possibility? Totally, like 100%. And that's why I have that on my website. But I don't believe that anybody should just go and self-train just because they're lazy or because they don't want to take time off or whatever. You know, if the, there's a lot that goes into it. And it's not about being, you know, good enough or not good enough. It's just, you know, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a matter of mindset. And, you know, a, a lot of things, you know, it's how you perceive the sport and everything. So I think it's possible to self-train, but, you know, no brainer. If you can go and get trained, I mean, it's, yeah, there's no question. You go and get trained. Absolutely. Um, I, hey, um, JP, I, I asked in the chat, in our Zoom chat, were you able to see that as far as getting the spinning wheel thing going to give away a shirt? You're on mute that's all right hey um you're on mute but can you take a picture i mean since uh yes yes we'll take a picture and we'll figure out a way to to give away a shirt ready uh ready for a screenshot one <laughs> two three cheese perfect all right good deal um it is about 10 till 8 um, how long do we have you for, Mr. Daniello? We're good. Let's go. We're good. We're good. Okay. We want to give away a shirt. Um, I guess we'll have to figure out a way of giving away a shirt for everybody that's uh, here right now. So, JP, is, are you able to do the spinny wheel? I, it's going to take me a few minutes. But I can do it if you want. Um, we, we can we can just do a question. Let's just do a question, and um, um, we'll. We'll do that instead, whoever answers the question first. So everyone, refresh this video. Just hit that refresh up there, and uh, we'll, we'll, we'll wait uh, a couple seconds while you refresh it. So we're all on the same page at the same time. So everybody's refreshing. He had a question in the chat from Eric. He wanted to know if uh, Daniela does foot launch and trike, or do you do tandems also? Okay, so oh. I don't, uh, I haven't done trike yet. Surprisingly, uh, foot launch has been, I have been foot launching forever. Uh, I want to do trike eventually because now that I have the school and I will be able to do tandem flights, which I'm finishing my tandem exemption with NOAA, Epic Paramotor, uh, the end of the month. So I'll be able to, um, uh, to offer that. So, but yeah, no trike yet. Uh, trike is happening, uh, probably something along, like along the line of next year. Because you know, I you know, I live in LA, so I still live in an apartment. I'm planning on moving out this summer to a house, which is going to be easier to store equipment and you know all the stuff. For now, in an apartment, I have I already have three paramotors. 
believe me, it's <laughs> trike is not an option. So yeah, no trike yet, but it's, uh, I'm planning on doing it. I'm really curious about it. I have never uh, flown trike. So, you know, I have no idea how I've been on the, on the tandem trike, but I, I don't know what, you know, what it feels like to launch it, to land it and all the stuff. So that is about that too. Okay. Um, do you have access to our zoom chat, Daniello? Um, have you seen what we've been uh, talking about in here? Okay. So on the right. Okay. This is just you guys, right? Yeah. This is just us. Okay. Yes, I do. All right. So so that's the correct answer. Is that the official answer to the question that we're going to ask? Oh, okay. So, so we're so for the people that are that are listening, what we're doing is we're trying to come up with a question and an official answer to give away a T-shirt. Something we talked about tonight. Okay, so that's why I think it might be a trick question yeah they had to be listed yeah i think so so you um uh you were born in france no born in brazil born and raised in brazil brazil and you lived in france i lived in france so zero to 14 brazil <laughs> 14 to about uh 24 ish france and then 24 ish to right now 35 here la mm -hmm. Okay, so I guess we got a question for everybody. Did everybody refresh? Is everybody ready to go? Um, who would like to uh, ask or answer questions? Just say, I would like to answer questions or yes or whatever in the chat so we know how many people are going to be uh, trying to answer. Just say yes in the chat and uh, we'll see how many people want to, uh, want to. Bill H, Eric, JP. <laughs> JP, a couple of times. <laughs> we're not. We're not. <laughs> I, I guess we could have. I don't know what the question is, but I'm already answering it. I know, right? Crazy. All right. Wow. All right. So we got a lot of uh, people that are <laughs> ready, to, ready to to do this. All right. So it looks like everybody's all in the uh, on the same page um yeah brian waller i i, I thought so too <laughs> all right so we got a lot of people over here tommy mosley's in the house what's up bud um pbgtommy.com all right so see how many people do we have in here that, that are going to be answering questions oh so uh brady brady said uh, uh pi <laughs> is that all the numbers you know pi too so we got uh is that bradley bradley Wish I brought my my, gla my glasses. Back. 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 All right. So um, Bradley Beck, Fly Baby Fly, PPG, Travis DuPoint, Walter. I should have brought my glasses. Somebody rattle off everybody's name for me. Well, you got it. Walter, In the chat. Do we, the ones that say yes? Just everybody that you can see. Okay. So Travis DuPont, Bradley Beck. Tommy Mosley, Deweese Milstead, Mickey Alberto, Hot Buttered Steve, Matt Sloper, Bill H, Kevin Voigt, Angela Preslick, um, JP Tulo, John Wayne, and Brian Waller, Bill H, I said. Who did I miss there? Adam Robinson. Yeah. Um, Eric John Wayne, 
Brian Haybale Waller. I just wanted to, you know, shout out to everybody. You know, I mean, you guys are here. You know, I appreciate y'all for, yeah. for hanging out. Fly baby fly PPG in the house. All right. I think. Hey, Jax is here. What's up, Jack? Jack Burton. What's up, bud? Glad you made it. All right. So we are going to ask a question. And the first person that puts the correct answer in the chat wins a t-shirt from clearproptv.com and uh let me let me get a where, where's all where'd i put my t-shirts where'd i put the way james here they are all right so we got uh t-shirts over here and uh might have to turn off my background so you can, oh no you can see it so it says paramotor Paramotors. My social distancing. This is one of uh, our our T-shirts that you can get in our merch store over at ilovepg.com. Um, also, too, I'm just throwing this out. You can also go to paralifeppg.com and uh, get some merch over there too. Always got shout out, you know. Um, our, our, our buds over there that give us free free stuff all right so the question is oh you guys have more um more stuff take a look at that. yeah take a look at that one sean all right You're let me through. all right let me look i'm sorry my i don't have my glasses here uh okay i see that um and we got uh, what ah yeah um oh okay and and you're okay so looks like um, Daniello might want to give away some stuff too. Nice. Yeah, that's cool. Okay, so that is your official answer right there, right? Okay. Uh, wait a minute. Is it going to be? Hold on. Let me type in here real quick because you know y'all don't get to see that. Um, so is it? Is that the correct correct one? All right. All right. Good deal. All right. So here's the question. Um, Daniello, he has a, uh, an Instagram, right? What is his, what is his, what does his Instagram say? What, what is his name on Instagram? Stay bad paramotor. Stay bad paramotor. Okay. So the question is, what does stay bad mean? The first one that answers that with the correct answer in the chat wins a shirt from clearproptv.com if you want to just buy one there's one actually pinned at the top of the chat an official clearprop tv shirt uh oh wow i see eric <laughs> usa <laughs> i think eric got it I guess Eric got it. Yeah. That was a lot quicker than I thought I was going to go. Yeah, very. I mean, look at everybody else. Go to jail, born to you, dance, you. humble, <laughs> I'm out, <laughs> Daybed day USA, Marty <laughs> Robbins, <laughs> Niv Wait, Nivik. 
Got the right Dance answer. bubble. Like, Nivik. <laughs> go to jail. <laughs> Born to dance. Risky, risky but safe. Risky but safe. They all crazy. Hold my beer. That's a good one. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Boys are dope. <laughs> <laughs> But <laughs> <laughs> the correct oh, answer, haircut beyond any definition. Tony Marzano, your T-shirt is going to be uh, uh, mailed out tomorrow. Sorry about that. <laughs> All right, that's funny. So, Eric, I well, I guess we got a T-shirt and some uh, merch from uh, Daniello. Um, I guess uh, Eric can uh, can get a merch from down Daniello or the T-shirt. So, what do you want? And uh, we'll we'll ask another question for the next yeah, bit of merch. Mystery. It's a mystery. What's coming from Daniello, right? So, is that is that what it is? Is it a mystery, a, Daniello? Door number one, a known quantity, or door number two? Is this like dirty paramotor Santa? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Is that what we're doing, Daniello? Is it it's, it's burgers? Burgers are delicious. Props before <laughs> props before cops. What? Uh, it, that, that's your choice, Daniello. I'm just saying that because we haven't talked about it in the chat. Yeah, I know. I'm listening. I'm whatever you know, it's it's there. So whatever you think is the right way. I'm like, I'm open. I will take the merch. Thank you very much, Daniello. Okay, so now we're going to be asking a question. For Daniello's uh, merch, so um, Daniello, uh, is there a question that you want to put in the uh, in our Zoom chat that we want to ask, or what would you like to do? I mean, do you guys have any idea? I'm trying to come up with something quick, but um, let's see. So we're actually doing it for the shirt now, right? Because mm -hmm. Eric said he'll take the merch. Well, my merch or his merch? Well, I'm I, I'm assuming he meant Daniello's merch. Oh, is that what he meant? He's yeah, taking Danielle's merch, and I think that's it. So I guess it doesn't make a difference. We're still going to spin or, or ask that's another right question, now. right? And so we'll figure it out at the end. Yeah. Eric just gets to to pick first since he uh, since he did that. Um, ooh, I like that, JP. What do you think about that one? Because I think Danielle? we did talk about it, right? Or did I read that? Did I read it, or did he mention that? He mentioned he did okay and that'll Perfect. be a good one because you have to be paying attention to catch that one right that's, so that's a, that's a yes or no, but we are, well wait let me say something well you could get into more detail about it if you want well yeah. we need to have um so so eric said uh he wants dan yellow's gear in the chat sounds good all right so I, does that mean his paramotor or <laughs> his you, wing, you a, but both you get a paramotor <laughs> and a wing that's awesome once daniello's gear no I, I misspoke he said merch my bad merch okay so he wants daniello's merch nobody wants our our t-shirts he already got one so why does he want another one right all right so um which one do we want to do as far as the question JP's. I mean, they're both. Quite, I see a lot of. I mean, they're they're good questions. They're both valid. Um, how about how about um? You pick. You guys pick. 
No. Well, one's a yes and no, and the other is more specific. How about that one? I don't remember that myself. Well, he'll yeah, have to. Know. You'll have I, to I put. It, so I'm gonna. <laughs> yeah, he'll have to put the official uh, one here in 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 our chat so we know for sure. It might be funny watching everybody guess though. Since I they think don't know so. That. I think so. <laughs> so so that's the official answer right there, Daniello. Do the last question? Yes. Okay, so let's go ahead and do that one for for the T-shirt. Hmm? All right, is everyone? This is gonna be good. Tommy's already like he has three. <laughs> Tommy, you can't be peeking in here and and then be uh, doing stuff. All right, so the question is, um, well, first of all, Danielle, thank you very much uh, for for hanging out with us tonight. Um, before we ask the question, uh, tell us a little bit about your school and how do we get up with you in case we're in the California area and want to, uh, to get into your school. Listen, if you want to train or if you want to fly with us, which you're more than welcome, we have a bunch of LZ uh, that we're like happy to kind of uh, get you in with us. But uh, staybadparamoto.com or you go on YouTube, then you'll stay bad. I mean, any platform will link you to my website eventually. So stay bad paramotor. Uh, if you... If you type down Google, um, you'll find it. Or if you type Paramotor Los Angeles, uh, you'll be able to find that too. So um, yeah, Instagram, Stay Bad Paramotor. Website, staybadparamotor.com. Um, YouTube, Daniel Stay Bad. And then uh, Facebook on the forum, Daniel Mendes. <laughs> you'll find me under that, under that do you, name. Do you have a, do you have a school uh, phone number that, that you can give out over the air? Uh, yes, I do. Okay. Okay, so it's 818 835 2294. All right. Me. One more time in case they're like trying to get that pencil real quick and they want to uh, hear it again. Yeah. So it's 818 835 2294. Text or call. Awesome. All right. Thank you very much. Uh, we'll still chat for another uh, half an hour. Or so uh, we'll go ahead and ask that question and um, we will see these interesting answers here in just a moment. Um, who wants to ask that question? Anybody want to ask that question or do I get to ask a question? <clears throat> Linda hasn't had an opportunity to ask a question, has she? I don't know. Linda, do you know our, can you see our chats? She might not be able to see our chats. Uh, I, you see the Zoom? I, yeah, I saw the, yeah, I saw the chat. The but Zoom the chat? Last, the last question. Oh, I mean, the one that's like, I look at down here when it comes up when you guys say go ahead. Yep. And yeah, the just, just don't just don't say the answer. Just ask no, the question. No. All right, go ahead and ask the question. This is for a T-shirt from uh, from Clearprop TV, BBG Grandpa's Paramotor Podcast. This is a, a, an official Paramotors okay. um, My Social sure. Distancing T-shirt. Okay, what is Daniel's daughter's name? Luck. Well, the good thing is, I mean, you know, this is recorded, so you can actually scroll backwards and uh, find it, right? So, let's see. Tony Marzano said Skymax. No, I don't think that's that's her name. <laughs> Skymax. Oh, what? What? Somebody uh, got it? I mean, yeah. No. No. Close. Well, does it have to be spelled correctly or is it 
kind of close. Well, and that's that's true because they would have they wouldn't have seen the right. Special. Well, let's go ahead and read all the all the names real quick. Stay bad. Oh, there you go, Susan Wiggy. Um, Wiggy. Wiggy. I think that I think it's Wiggy. Uh, Bumble. <laughs> I better say. Well, it says Bumble. Uh, Stephanie. Maria. Yeah. Steve from PPG Zone. No, nope, that ain't it. Angela got it. Oh, she corrected her. Yep, she get, she corrected her spell. Wow, that is awesome! I can't believe that she did. Angela got it. Leroy. How, do, how, how how do you know these things, Angela? I mean, probably on Facebook. Say the name. Yeah, Travis is Leroy. Looks like we got a winner. We got a winner, winner, chicken dinner. Angela got it. Angela Presley. That is awesome. So how you pronounce so, uh, that? Here? And and let me point this Here. out. She had enough enough time to put uh, an emoji in there, which when you're trying to type fast, like she nailed Pretty it. Huh? Yeah. <laughs> All right, Angela. Um hey. a heart if, emoji. If, if you would do me a favor and text me your information if you don't have my phone number. I will put it in the chat right now. Boom, that's my phone number. So anybody can put that in their phone. Text me anytime. Say hi to me. That's my real phone number. I have it with me all the time. Just text me. Say, hey, what's up? Hey. And Angela, sure go ahead. call him at 3 a.m. That's hey, his favorite time to talk to him. You know what? It's really <laughs> interesting. There's something on my phone that has, says silent and uh, do not disturb and between sleep sleepy time and wakey up time i don't hear nothing so i don't care there you go i don't blame you it's all good congratulations you're gonna wake up tomorrow morning and have 27 messages like that's good because no one calls me no one texts me it's like my phone's just sitting there's like i spend way too much money every month to have it and no one calls me so call me text me um i don't care well, hopefully at least a couple of those messages will be about flying paramotors and not like teaching me how to dance and stuff right <laughs> i i can't teach you no grandpa dance um you know it's, it's of course daniello might be wanting to open up a dance school too you could do you know two for one you know want to learn to do the the tango and fly paramotor that's what i'm thinking i mean can you imagine him out there doing his little dance while kiting a little wings like look at my dance do a little spin that's what I'm talking about, man. I know, right? That'd be awesome. We should I all know. I mean we should do that. I would take I would go to your school just so I could learn to dance and kite a wing. Oh, I'm making sure that that's happening at Bad Apples. <laughs> <laughs> that, don't mean. that is awesome. Um so uh Eric, um I think we already got uh, Daniello's uh, phone number. For a school, you said that uh, people can call or text on that. So what's the phone number again, Daniela? Uh, 818-835-2294. And uh, Eric can get up with you to uh, be able to send that merch to? Yeah, you can just text me or, um, you know, direct message if you want to do Instagram, stay by Paramore, whatever works for him. Awesome. Sweet. Well, man, this has been so fun. And we already been chatting for paramotors for an hour and almost 15 minutes. 
You know, no, we're, we're got some more questions for him too. I mean, if he's got the time, I'm, I, I'm here. Um, but but I also uh, I watched some of your videos, man. They're awesome, and I can tell you, you got at least two new subscribers. If you refresh, you'll see. I know I subscribed Tommy Mosley. He said he subscribed in the chat. So um, just some awesome footage, man. Thank really you for that. So, um, it's, it's Sean, the, I wanted to ask real quick about, you had mentioned in one of your videos about the Sky Engine 150. Yeah. And I, your comment was, wow, the, the, the climb performance on this thing is amazing. So are, have you ever flown a Moster? Yeah. Okay, so comparing one against the other as far as the power. I was about 800 feet per minute with the Moster. I was about 900 feet per minute with the Minari 180, which is the okay. one I had right after that. And then uh, with the Sky, I'm on same conditions, right? I'm talking about new wind, same wing, uh, so in same location and everything. And like I said, new wind, not not even a, not even a mile per hour. Uh, I'm 1,160 feet per minute with the Sky 150. So it's like, it, I mean, and I'm not trying to upsell the thing. That thing is literally, it's a it's a monster. Like you put it on your back. You, I mean, full RPM, a top RPM is 10,500 RPM. So, you, you know, you, you feel it and it's so fuel efficient. I mean, I just love it. You know, I just love it. It's like, and especially for the weight for my weight, you know, I'm 165 and then, uh, the end. So it's about like 75 kilogram and that's how much thrust that engine has about like, you know, 78 at sea level tested on the bench. Uh, so it's, it has more thrust than my, my, my weight. So, uh, it's more than enough for me. It's more than I need. Uh, so yeah, climb rate is like crazy. Insane. What's your fuel burn? I mean, uh, so I haven't done numbers <clears throat> to give you an example. I flew, uh, when I was in Moab, so I was higher altitude, didn't touch the carb. Uh, I had full tank on it and I flew for three hours, came back down. Uh, I probably had one liter of fuel left on it. So, you know, it is, and that means going up and down in the canyon. It's like, right, I'm going down and, you know, rev all the way up, full power to go back up. So, uh, you know, I was surprised. I'm like, wow, I flew like two, exactly two hours, 45 minutes, you know, and then we landed uh, and I still had fuel, you know, to kind of like. What, what size tank you have? Huh? What size tank you have? Uh, it's a 15, uh, it's a 12 liter, 12 liter. Oh, wow. That is good. Yeah. So it was, you know, I was, I was really surprised. My Minari, I could not fly two hours and I love that engine, you know, love that engine. Same for Moster. I have not, you know, I, I know we I've had stuff on the forum, but I have nothing against any brand at all. You know, I've flown many different brands. I, I own a mini plane for my school, um, you know, plus the Sky 150. Uh, I'm going to see if I get an Atom 80 eventually at some point. Eventually a Moster is, it's more about, you know, like, you know, warranty issues and stuff like that. But, you know, over, overall, like, yeah, the Sky 50 has a lot more power. If we're just talking about power straight up. Uh, <clears throat> right on. So if anybody comes to Southern, you guys are free. And then when I come to Bad Apple, I'm going to be bringing some engines. Sky 150, Boxer 220. So, um, you know, test units. So if you guys want to go, you know, and give it a rip, uh, you'll see it's. And just the sound, you know, this, it sounds different. You know, diff each engine has their own sound. So mm -hmm. it sounds different. Uh, you know, I, I'm, I'm really pleased with the, with the whole setup. So in your school, um, do the students have access to different wings and different motors? Uh, you know, um, they, they go there and they use your equipment, right? right. Um, and then with your advice and your help, uh, you steer them in the 
correct direction to buy their gear. Correct. Um, what is the most, uh, I guess, what wing do you think that a brand new student would be able to get, uh, grow into, and be able to use for a couple of years? What would be a good wing, do you think? Uh, listen, per my experience from what I've yeah. thought, right? Yeah. It's based on that, right? And I'm not ditching any other brand at all. I'm just... Right. I understand. I started with, you know, where I really started flying, flying with a Link 2, which was, I've flown in like crappy conditions and it's a wing that has been super stable. Uh, you can push it really far and it still, you know, it, it still gets the job done. And then I want a little bit more speed for the cross country, eventually upgrade it for the one that is above the Link 2, which is the Cubic, uh, with the right size and everything, with the tip, the tip steer tied into the brake line, you know, tied in properly makes a huge difference. I flow in both ways. So now there's a lot of brand new students that, uh, that I, without a problem purposely put on the on the cubic which is a you know it's like a low b uh but like still you know it's pretty it, you can you can push it really far you know a lot of people fly it you know cross country because it's super safe and everything so there's new student that will that i would put on a cubic which is technically a b wing and you think oh why not have them start on the a wing so if you keep the cubic uh with the original setting with the tip steer on one side and your brake lines uh within you know the weight range not uh overloaded on it uh, it's a wing that is super safe. And especially since I push my student on different wings <clears throat> with APCO, APCO wings, I have the Velocity, Velocity Core um, and then uh, the Ozone, the Roadster. Uh, so they have, is it a roster? Yeah, the Roadster. Yeah. Uh, so they have access to those wings. Uh, but again, I fly the Cubic and it's, you know, when you fly a certain type of gear, your student kind of look up to you and they're like, oh yeah. You know, I like, I feel like they get kind of like attracted to whatever you're flying because, you know, you make it look like it's so easy, you know, because, you know, I fly in my Sky 150, it's my cubic and, you know, I have so much fun, I'm used to it. So they feel like, oh yeah, I want to, you know, I want to get to that point of being comfortable with my gear. So maybe if I get a cubic, but again, they get to fly different wing. Their first flight is never going to be on the cubic because like on the, like a big ozone, like, you know, appropriate for the size, but it's like something that is nice and soft, a lot of lift for takeoff. Uh, soft and landing so and then they fly the apco the thrust five and then uh and then you know eventually the link two and the cubic uh, a lot of two of my students now with about 15 hours uh upgraded from their old wing that they first initially uh used uh, to help them find the right wing for them and something that was like you know worthy and safe and everything uh they upgraded to the cubic um just probably like a week or two ago and they've been flying with it you know like uh, one of them has had the cubic from day one. So he started on the on the wing that we have at school with the Ozone. And then eventually when he graduated, uh, he or, uh, bought his Sky 150 and then, uh, and then and the cubic. So the Sky 150 has a lot of power. And, you know, like it, it really is brutal. Like from zero to 100, like there's a lot of thrust behind it. So for new students, it can be a little tricky. People are like, oh, you can't put them on the Sky 150. But you can, you know, we do a lot of power management when we train. So they get used to, you know, the, the entire power band of the engine. Uh, and then, you know, at first, <clears throat> they fly the mini plane to begin with. Then they fly either a Moster 185 or a Nitro 200 uh, in training. So they fly all those different engines. Uh, and then eventually, you know, most of them have jumped to the Sky 150. Interesting. It's always neat to hear what, you know, some instructors, you know, uh, want or, or think is really good for uh, their students. Uh, there's some questions in the chat that we're gonna get to in just a moment, but I do want to let you guys know that we have, we have Chase Cams. My goodness, I need a better background. Uh, Chase Cams, we got black, we got white, 
Uh, we're making throttles on our on the 3D printer, and we're going to start giving away our prototypes on the show every week that would like to try these things out and let us know what you think. And of course, they're a gift to you. You can keep them forever. Uh, just let us know what you think about them and stuff like that. Um, who would be interested in testing out some of our uh, throttles, uh, chase cam? We also got a a foot GoPro mount that we're uh, doing on the um, on the 3D printer. So let us know if there's something that you want us to print out and try. Um, we're even going to try to do some some strobe lights, but uh, it's it's all brand new. We got the we got the uh, 3D printer going. It's going nonstop, so this can be really fun. Let us know in the chat if you'd like to try out one of these things. Uh, Will, there was a couple of uh, questions in the chat that you were going to ask. Oh yeah. Uh, well, first of all, how many languages do you speak? I saw you answered it, but uh, so yeah, as of now, I speak four. Four. So yeah. it's uh, Spanish. So Portuguese. Uh, that's my main. That's my mother tongue, right? Portuguese. Then I learned French. And then I came here, learned English. And then when I started touring, I, I did a lot of like, you know, Mexico touring and a lot of Asia. So back when I was going back and forth, six months in Mexico, six months in, you know, in China, Hong Kong and stuff like that. So uh, Spanish is a lot similar to Portuguese. Like literally you can speak like, you know, full speed and I understand. And then, uh, so I picked up the language because it's so similar. So it was easy to kind of get it, uh, get with it. And then uh, Cantonese, when I was in China, it was something, you know, like you pick up as you go, never read it. The reading was completely uh, impossible, but the, I, I used to be able to kind of, you know, go go in town and get food and you know, kind of like manage my myself around, you know, uh, in the country. That's, that's five. Yeah. Oh, but that's like you know, it's like when you're there, you live. But now, like I can, I can say all the basic stuff. But I feel like if you drop me off in China right now, probably you know, it'll probably take me like you know, like a couple of weeks to get back into the. So well, for what I know, you know, I can speak. Just, just a couple of weeks, huh? Yeah, that's 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 a that's crazy. No, I mean it's actually six because you could go anywhere in the world and talk about paramotors because you speak paramotor, right? paramotor. <laughs> 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 man that is very impressive wow yeah man uh tony marzano wanted to know if uh what you think about the electric motor uh listen i think i i personally love it i've flown it one i flown one to sb140 twice uh, I love everything about it. The only thing I'm not a big fan of it is just the whole battery situation. You can buy another battery for like, I forgot the price. I don't know. Like I've heard like $800 and I've heard $1,300. I don't know what's the right price. Uh, you know, then you can have two batteries. You can land and you know, have another battery for sunset fight. But I like the convenience of like, obviously, as long as your motor is running, but you know, you just put gas in it and then you go from place to place and you can fly. But besides that, I have, I mean, I have nothing against electric. I, I drive a Tesla everywhere. So, you know, if anything, I'm like, okay, great. Uh, if it was, if I had enough battery to fly me for hours, because I like to fly and then land and then fly for 30 minutes and then land. I don't really do long cross country unless it's like a specific trip that we have with like a bunch of friends or whatever but if it's just for myself i'll just like to go up and down and up and down that's what i do sometimes I go to the beach and i spend the entire day and i fly like you know 10 minutes chunk of time and i land and just kind of relax on the beach and then think you know do a little bit of videos and then go back up in the air so uh but i love it i think it's a good you know it's a great plus to the to the you know for the community to have that option 
Yeah, I, I flew that SP-140 also, and it was amazing. It had more thrust than the Moster 185 that I fly. Um, I believe it's $1,200 for the hour-long battery and 800 for the half-an-hour battery. That's I, I think that's what it is. Um, but, yeah, it has a lot of thrust. And if you just go <laughs> up and you just want to go up for, for an hour, man, that's that's pretty awesome. And, you know, if you if you like to buzz up and go down and – and uh, you don't like to do maintenance on your motor? Um, that is amazing. That right there is worth it. I'd get, I'd get two batteries. I'd go up for an hour, come back down, go up for another hour. I'm good. There's my two hours. I'm happy. But I'm like you. I like to do long distance. I like to do cross countries. Yeah. Have you thought about maybe doing the Icarus? Not really. No. Not really. You know, it's like the, the the one reason why I don't try. I try not to do long trips like that is obviously you need to be committed to it it's you know it's a lot of work and you know and i have my two year and a half like you know my two and a two and a half years old daughter and i love to be around her you know so it's kind of hard to combine both because she's too young for me to take her with me at this point uh i'm about to take her for her first flight soon uh, probably within the next six months you know uh, i'm gonna do paragliding first to get her into it i've been doing some kiting with her kind of hooked up on a i have a, a small harness i go on a beach i have like extension for my brake toggle and i am pretty much kiting her up in here uh, you know, like two feet off the ground, but you know, vibe. Uh, and so eventually I'm going to do some bunny heel with her paragliding with a tandem setup that I have. And then, you know, I want to get her into paramotoring. So I'm building her helmet right now. I'll make uh, the video. I'm making the video for it, a full helmet, paramotor helmet for her. Uh, so she's not afraid to fire now, but that's, you know, that's my point. So as, as she gets older, maybe I'll be, you know, able to do more stuff. But for now, yeah, it's too much of a commitment. I'd say. Okay. That, that's interesting. Um, anybody else have any questions on the panel? Was there any questions in the chat that I missed? And Mad Sloper said 1500 for the battery, I guess. Um, maybe it's more expensive now, now that we've had the COVID for a year or so. I don't know. Um, let's take a look. Can you guys hear me? Okay, I didn't know if my internet froze again. It always has a, it always freezes on me at the wrong time. Let's see, um, Angela. Let's see, what was that? I was looking for something. Oh, um, Jack says send a chase cam. I'll break it. Okay, I, I guess we can do that. Yeah, that sounds good. Um, anybody else said something about uh, that? Hot butter Steve says I'm not a fan of those shuttlecocks. They kind of do look like a huge shuttlecock, don't they? um let's see that's badminton shuttlecock all right it's real word let's see um anybody else wanted anything uh wise guy said i'll test the chase cam and throttle okay um anybody else that's it just two people want to try it all right yeah I mean, i'll test the chase cam all right do you have it set up for a cell phone to hold a cell phone? Um, anything that you want. I mean, we can print any type of thing, um, whatever you guys want to try. I mean, I want one. <laughs> um, I already told you, Jim, I'm not sending nothing else to Canada, dude. I'll pay for it. I'll pay for it. Damn. Man, I, I don't know, man. It was like $500 just to send you a t shirt. You, it was expensive. Is it worse to send something to Canada? I'll go than get Australia? the bill. <laughs> It'd be cheaper for me to send you somebody else's chase cam through Amazon. 
<laughs> yeah right <laughs> i still have to test out i still have to test out eric lear's chase cam that he sent to me so oh yeah 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 we'll see how that goes what, what color did he get you red and black it matched my wing ah i only have two colors right now i got white and black i haven't tested the other colors yet um i'm still I mean, I just got it. I'm still trying things. Uh, oh, 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 I also got this. It's a, it's a baby Yoda. It's a baby Yoda with a phone holder. So a phone holder with a baby Yoda. Isn't that adorable? I'm going to paint it. It's going to be adorable. Absolutely beautiful. How about your spaceship? Didn't you have a Star Wars? Uh... Oh, dude. So, okay. So check this out. <clears throat> I printed out. The Lineal Falcon. Can, can you see it? There it is. Mm -hmm. All right. So I got that. And then I decided to print out a white one since I got some white filament. So I got two of these. Who's who's Star Wars fans? Uh, who who wants who wants uh, one of these things? They're they're pretty cool. Let me know. You got my you got my cell number. You know, text me and let me know if you want one. How long did that take to print? Holy crap, uh, 35 hours? Dang. What? Yeah. Well, I did um I did 100%. I did I did a better fill than what they said. I think they said they want to do like a a 30% fill and I think I did like 80% fill cuz I didn't want anything to break. Cuz has little gun turrets and stuff like that. So I was like, I don't want nothing to break on these things. And I got these and I'm like putting them all around and I got little, I got, I got some little cat ones and little dog ones I printed out too. They're, uh, I'm sorry, they're adorable. I, I, I like little adorable things. Come on, I'm grandpa. All right. So Eric's building me um, the mounts for my um, skis to go on my trike. Yeah, and how's that? I don't, working? I don't know if you saw his picture. He got his um, skis put on his trike today, and um, it's forty-one hours each mount, and um, the extra is like so it'll take like a week, week and a half, or whatever to get these done. But then he's etching in flying flamingo in in each of the mounts also, and they're gonna be pink. All like a flamingo. <laughs> yep. Yeah, 3D print will speed up. <clears throat> I, I remember when Napster used to take uh, all night to download three songs, but things are a lot faster now. <laughs> so uh, I'm pretty sure 3D print will speed up some. Oh, yeah. It's going to be like this, this the uh, Star Trek, you know, um, thingy that I'm thinking about. What is that? The, uh, you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> Sorry, Grandpa Brain Fart. Um, you know what I'm talking about? We're... They Say it again. Say what you just said again. No, I'm just not going to say it no more. I'm, I don't know. Yes, sir. Huh? No. Yes, sir. No. When you when a big you... thing with four legs that walks. No, 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 no. Like on Star <laughs> Trek, when when they want a cup of coffee or something, it just microwave. microwave. No. Oh yeah, because they have microwaves on Star Trek. <laughs> Replicator. Replicator. That's it. That big word. Jeez, my God, my poor. Grandpa brain just farted out itself. It's horrible. All right. Um, what other questions do we have? Uh, anything else since we've been kind of getting off the paramotor trek? 
Oh, Brian has to go. Wait a minute. We, Brian has to go. So we'll have to say goodbye to Brian. Brian Waller. Thank I you so much for hanging with us. Daniello, man, it, it was great having you on as a guest and hearing your story, man, for sure. Um, hopefully one day when I get back out to the West Coast, man, we can share the skies together. Whenever you're ready, come around. I got you Heck guys. Yeah, man. Thank you. All right. Peace out, guys. Good night. Bye. Good night. Anybody else have to leave? I know that um, JP usually has to leave at about this time. Yeah, I got to head out, too. I just want to say thank you, Daniela. Uh, Thanks, brother. Awesome, awesome, dude. Uh, definitely going to have to catch a flight sometime. Um, you know that? Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Thanks for hanging out with us tonight, dude. Really appreciate it. Uh, yeah, and uh, real quick, I, since I still got it pulled up here, if you guys haven't gone over to his pages yet, go check him out. Um. What do we got? We got the Stay Bad site here. Uh, check him out on Instagram. Instagram. YouTube. On the Face Space. Yeah. So, thanks so much for bringing out with us tonight, dude. Thank you. Um, I'm sure we'll see you around. All right, guys. I'm out. Take care. Thank you, JP. Appreciate you, buddy. And then there are six. Yeah. Um, anybody else have any questions? Was there any questions in the chat? What's the website again? What is StayBad's website? com or StayBadPPG.com. Bill H. had a question, and I don't know if we got to that. All right. What was it? It was a question for Daniello. So where do you see yourself, like, in the sport in the next five years? Oh, yeah. So, I mean, for that, I, I just want to build a community in L.A., I mean, in, in, in California. Build a community, and then eventually I want to work with the, the whole Stay Bad movement where, you know, the idea is, like, it sounds – negative like stay bad but i want to bring you know the opposite like you know even though it means beyond a definition people first thing they see stay bad is like oh yeah you know you know what's up with that you know uh but it's really to bring the community up in, in where i am at right now in california and try to uh work with different sponsors you know and different brands that i work with you know such as nivik helix and stuff like that um they're supportive on so many aspects of uh what i do and what you know the primary community in general so they are willing uh, to help out and to push different projects that, I, uh, that I'm working on eventually, which is just to kind of like open up the sports for more people. Uh, that would be, you know, I want to have a, like a sort of like, not a festival, but kind of like a two days uh, tandem flight for, for, for people that have no uh, experience in the sport at all. So it wouldn't be a thing that would be like, to, um, you know, uh, that will be pushing any sort of sales. It will be more introduction to the sport itself. So there's places like Oxnard. I'm working with the city of Ventura County to see if we can have that sort of event, like for like a day or two. And we just have selected school and pilots that will come and then offer time flights to literally to like, I'm talking about random people. Like, the, you know, someone that's been wanting to fly or someone that has no idea what flying is about that, seen, that is exciting about it. Just, just to kind of have those events where they have this for volleyball here in Santa Monica or for anything else, you know, for yoga or for cycling. So we can have the same thing for paramotor, but just like really structure and you know, that will promote the sport. So that's what I'm working on right now. It's hard because there are big cities and, you know, it's, it's hard to get to the bottom of it, you know, with the right person. So uh, that's the goal, you know, in five years, I feel like it's reasonable to be able to do that. Right on.
All right. Well, um, it's 836. Um, we definitely appreciate you. I know that we could probably talk all night long, but I know that you probably got to get while the getting's good. Um, but we can talk a little bit after the show. So um, how about we say goodbye, good night to everybody that's been watching us. We definitely appreciate everybody that uh, been asking questions. Was there any more questions or anything in the panel or in the super chat before we head on out? If not, Daniello, thank you so much for joining us. We definitely appreciate you, buddy. Uh, tell us one more time about how we can find you and a little bit about your school. Uh, stay by Paramotor. We do one-on-one -on -one class, unlimited class. We'll take you to different LZs. And you're done training when, uh, when you feel like you're completely done training and you don't need to text me or call me or, you know, when you feel, we don't, when you don't feel insecure about flying on your own. Uh, stay by Paramotor.com. Uh, stay by Paramotor on Instagram and Daniel stay bad or stay bad parameter anywhere, like on Google, on YouTube. I mean, either way you type one, you'll find everything else. And, but, but the cool thing is, is that it's forever, right? I mean, what, once, once you're a student, you can come back and go XC with you, go to different LZs, hang out with you at any time that you fly. Right. Yeah. We have a group text where we're literally like every time I go fly and I have a class with people that already flown Hey, we're going to be here at this time, this location. And then most of the time, everybody show up. And then we have a big, you know, full day of like, you know, old student, new student, and, you know, experienced pilot coming all together and just flying all together. That is really super awesome. Definitely appreciate you, buddy. Uh, thank you so much for joining us tonight. Uh, we also had Will Fly from willflyppg.com. Uh, JP Tulo, he's our TikTok Tulo. I always find him at uh, jptulo.com. Flying Flamingo Jade has a show every Wednesday night. You can find her at paramotorgirl.com. And every Tuesday night, her husband has a show hanging out with paramotor people, people hanging out something about Tuesday night hangouts with Eric Lear. You can find him at PPGLear, L-E-A-R.com. Jim Sennard, he definitely helps us out uh, with prints, uh, calendars from cal uh, paramotorcalendar.com. He does decals, his money smells like maple syrup. Get up with him at carepp.com or watch his shenanigans at carepppg.com. And of course, our wonderful Linda Anderson from paramomusa.com. Go over and check her out, paramomusa.com. Forwards over to her Facebook page. And if you want to be on our show, just say, yo, Linda, you're beautiful. How do I get on PPG Grandpa's Paramotor <laughs> Podcast? Right. And, and once again, thank you very much, Daniello uh, Mendez. We appreciate your time. Thank you so much. And uh, you guys don't go nowhere. We're going to cut off the, uh, the live show, but we're going to hang out for a couple minutes just to talk privately. If you're on our guest chat, you already know how to get on here. Jump on here and let's chat for a couple minutes uh, before we all have to go to bed. I know I'm grandpa and I need to go to bed here in about 20 minutes. And, and if I don't, my wife is going to say, you better get to bed. Is the door shut? Did she, did she hear me? <laughs> I love you, baby. All right. Y'all have a great evening. And I totally appreciate you. And thank you again, Daniel. You're awesome. Yeah, thank you. All right. And we're going to say goodbye to our audio stream. <laughs>